Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the March 25th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to do a quick little Saturday slate. Only five games, four night games. What's going on here? NBA taking it light, pretty much, with uh, no NCAA, or the NCAA. Uh, crazy ending last night, huh, with Florida. Florida looked like they were dead, and then all of a sudden, damn. Uh, and also, the Lakers looked like they were dead, but... No, they came through too. So the, the last two games of the day were two good ones. Uh, when Friday kind of sucked, uh, to be perfectly blunt on that. Uh, so again, with a short slate, just like last week, we kind of just want to go over what we may have learned from Friday for each game super fast. Tie some of it in. Uh, for the teams that are playing today, I'm just kind of rolling in there. Uh, but there's a lot of games on Sunday. We're not doing a pod, so I just wanted to kind of chip in on that. I'm going to start with the Nets. Uh, Ron DeHellis Jefferson. Uh, he's getting shots right now, uh, and I, I'm kind of impressed with that. His minutes are been, been annoying. I mean, the minutes have been the issue. Just Atkinson doesn't want to play him big minutes at the four. Uh, he's going to be doing a lot of weightlifting this summer uh, to put size on. They do want to keep him there. Uh, KJ McDaniels picked up garbage time. He kind of hit value if you played him. We wanted him to start, but he didn't. Uh, Levert's minutes were down. He looked tired yesterday. I'm not sure what's going on. He may be the old rookie wall. Uh, and then we we know the drill with Brooke and his minutes, but he hasn't been resting. The only game he missed since I think January was for a quote unquote ankle injury. That was March 10th, I think. So he hasn't missed a game since March 10th, and that one, like you said, was not really an injury thing. Uh, okay, so we'll talk we'll talk Cleveland a little bit. Charlotte, uh, they they've pretty much gone almost like eight man. Almost you could even say seven man. Uh, Jeremy Lamb really just. Did backup for Batum. Um, but yeah, Bellinelli's been kind of hot. He's someone to watch for tomorrow in the early game against the Suns. Good matchup for him tomorrow. And yeah, there's not much else going on. Kaminsky's playing. We know that Marvin's just been putting up crazy minutes. Uh, Denver and Indiana, a couple interesting developments. This front court for Denver. I, uh, we only saw two minutes of Jokic and Plumley. And I think they were both, in, I think it was all in the first quarter. So they made that and then they got away from it. Um, we saw Fareed be more of a backup. Uh, we saw Wilson Chandler lose a lot of minutes at the three. Pretty much played straight four. Um, and then, so that affected with him, with Gallo coming back and playing 35 minutes, went to the line 18 times, by the way. Um, yeah, that's bad news for Jamal Murray, bad news for Nelson, bad news for Barton, bad news for Fareed. I just for even Garrett Harris, like we said on the pod yesterday. So everything went pretty much as expected, uh, besides the fact that Jokic was just ridiculous, which is every night. Uh, Pacers, a couple of rotation tweaks. We saw uh, Monte Ellis start the second half. He's been playing better, so he's kind of viable at his cheap price uh, with Glenn Robinson three out. Um, PJ Miles is kind of in a slump again, but he goes through like one-game slumps every day. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, Detroit and Orlando, I don't even know what's going on with Detroit. Well, I do, but it's just not fun. Um, they're Ray Roll with Van Udre for 12 minutes because they got blown out. Um, it looked like it was going to be a 50-50 split. This is just not fun. I mean, Ishmith is just not good. Um, and this whole system's broken. Like, SVG, he's, like, crying for help right now. Uh, he needs probably to draft a point guard next year. It's just not having a point guard. He, I mean, he even made Jameer Nelson pretty good. If you played season-long fantasy back in the day, Jameer was pretty solid. Um, and they helped to have... And really, it's been on Andre Drummond. But that's that's a whole different pod. Drummond's just not, not an offensive guy, man. Um, his pick-and-roll game has gone way downhill. Just everything is just flattened out. Uh, this guy just has... I mean, he's just so easy to defend now. Like He only has, like, two tricks... And he, he's not even that good at it anymore. Like at least DeAndre Drummond. I'm sorry, DeAndre Drummond, DeAndre Jordan, yeah, could do what he he does. Uh, Magic, we saw again. Hazoni at the four. That's been going well. So I think they may do that with the Magic looking at lottery balls. We know the Vooch thing. He's been playing awesome. Had a really big week despite Achilles soreness and uh, flaring up over the weekend. But so yeah, he's been killer. Uh, Phoenix and Boston. Devin Booker. Uh, 58 usage rate in the second half, I believe. 70-something true shooting. Just crazy volume. Played the entire second half. The Suns were fouling with the game over, uh, and Booker was still just filling it up. Um, he almost had 73 on a last-second shot, and then almost had 72 on the rebound. And Alan Williams kicked it out. It was so funny, man, to watch. Just like, hey, give him the ball. Let him shoot it. 40 shots on the field. 26 free throw attempts, 51 in the second half. Just it was so much fun. You gotta love that, man. Just when when teams are losing and it's just hey, go for it, go for it. Like like Kobe with the 81. Uh, I forget what his usage rate is. I may look it up after this. But I remember that game, man, uh, against the Raptors on a Sunday night. Uh, I I actually got in a, uh, a fight with my girlfriend at the time to. To watch that game because she wanted to like go out and stuff. I'm like, no, I want to watch Kobe Bryant play. Um, so yeah, anyways. <sighs> so Marquise Chris had a bad game. He gets a pass for me. Um, I expect him to be good on Sunday, even in the early game. Uh, tough matchup against Marvin Williams, so they'll probably get him going early. Um, Tyler Ewell is also disappointing. Just no usage, um, big minutes. Uh, Leandro Barbosa is hurting him slightly, um, but. They just don't have bodies right now. They only rolled eight man rotation, um, in a very they were rolling pretty fast too. Celtics, um, Bradley didn't play. All right, we're going too slow. I think we'll, let's see what else I can just skip around. Uh, the Bulls, uh, Casey Johnson, the one probably my favorite beat writer. He had uh, a great point. Like Anthony Morrow had ten points, and he's like, "Oh, there's a, probably a decent chance Morrow's in the rotation now because he played well." And he's right, man. I mean, he, they may start him. Zipser's so bad. Uh, Rondo's a mess. Jimmy Butler has no help. Miritich, you don't know what you're gonna get. They gave up seventy paint points to the Sixers when Sean Long is killing you inside. You've got a problem. Uh, this team is pretty much dead in the water, like the Pistons are right now, especially with the Heat playing well. Bucks doing some things. Pacers look like they've got a pretty good grip on at least a 6-8 seed. Speaking of the Sixers, yeah, I like I've been saying for the Bulls, if I don't know, I'm dipping. Like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing that team. So, um, Portis had a good game. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty close to a split with him and Miritich. Rob Lopez was a disaster. Um, Laverne was not good uh, while he had his chance. He wasn't good yesterday. Just nothing there, man. Uh, Valentine was okay, 30 minutes, but this is a lot of garbage time. So Sixers, like we said, uh, Sean Long started the second half. Uh, 
Mahomes didn't really have it. It looked flat. Um, and I think Brett Brown kind of dropped a hit. Uh, he didn't doesn't really talk up Sean Long, but he did before the game saying he appreciated how he came to the D-League. And it felt like it was kind of a plan to get him in there. Not to the degree in which, and I talk about this all the time, when Jason Kidd kind of talked up Nate Walters for sticking around and being with the team. And then the last day of his contract, they sat out Jan Santa Takuma for the entire second half. Like Holmes played in the second half. So I love that story. I still hold a grudge for Jason Kidd for that. Uh, and this is pretty much pre-DFS, and it was just, uh, it was fun when that happened. Anyways, Dario's the man. We know Sharch cannot be stopped right now. Um, 32 and 10, just eating inside, eating everywhere. Like, he, he just comes over and eats all your food, man. Um, method man style. Keep, and then keep feeding him. Yeah, not much else to talk about there. Um... Atlanta really fast. Man, we're going. I'm going to zip through. Let's see. Latrine Prince was disappointing. Uh, his minutes were down. Hardaway Jr. is just getting a baller right now. Um, they need him to really go off. His team can't win. They need Millsap back, point blank, which should be soon. Uh, Bucks, not much. Giannis went crazy. I think he had like 17, 5, and like 3 blocks in the first quarter. It was like, oh yeah, you're going to hit value in like the first half. Awesome. Yeah, we saw against Spencer Hawes, basically he's hopped into Henson's minutes, who's out for a week now. Um, Greg Monroe played okay, but nothing really going on. Brogdon's minutes are back. Middleton had a disastrous game, uh, one of thirteen from the field. So encouraging usage. Just got you know guys have miss miss shots. Um, uh, Ryan Anderson went down uh, on Friday night, so expect plenty of three guard lineups, four guards actually with. Uh, or even, yeah, pretty much more Beverly, who's been hot again. Lou Williams, who's been cold. Eric Gordon coming along a little bit, so expect those guys to benefit. Uh, they won't miss it too bad. Probably throw Decker in there for 12, 13 minutes. Nothing crazy. Um, Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis have been able to coexist. So uh, we've, been, we've been avoiding them, but they're, they're hitting pretty much. Boogie is hitting threes a lot right now. Uh, they kind of flipped that. They were leaning on that. Davis mid-range, and now they're playing Boogie more of a, as a five on defense, more as a stretch four on offense. And it's working. I mean, they're hitting a lot of threes. I think he has 3.3 in his last three games. So he's been pretty good there. Um, they're playing Tim Frazier. He's pretty much just filling minutes up front. And then uh, Jordan Crawford, as expected, is probably going to score low teens with a little else. So you need him to get hot. Preferably uh, you use him when it's garbage time. Um, and then... Kind of the big big news for the late game was afterwards. They said they're going to start feeding the scout. We saw LeBissier with eight dimes. So he's a guy you're going to want to throw out there pretty much every night until he starts hitting five, five and a half, six thousand. Uh, they're going to play through him a lot. Papa Giannis as well. He's another guy that's trending up. Costa Kufas is just a lame duck right now. You need to get somebody else in there. Um, we'll talk about the Wolves shortly. And... Jordan Clarkson hit eight threes. Are you kidding me? Uh, he he just smashed. Zubats was a little bit down, but we kind of knew Zubats was going to have some trouble against Cat, who just ate early and he kind of finished down. I think he had twenty one in the first half or nineteen. It was close to twenty. He only finished with twenty five. Cat Cat got benched. We'll talk about that. Okay, so let's get to the slate. Super quick on this Utah-LA game. Clippers are on the front end of a back-to-back favorite by 5.5, 2 or 3 over-under. 
The only player they put on their official injury report was Diamond Stone. This is a home game. I don't expect them to rest in either game. So fire up your clips like you normally would. Blake's got a pretty good price right now. Tough against Utah. See a lot of Gobert. They did start Boris Diaw in the last game against them. So that would expect something similar. Joe Johnson actually had a good game, so he's a decent punt. So, yep. I'm going to go ahead and move through. So... Moving on to big game. The big game of the day if you're into playoff chasing and seeding. It's Washington and Cleveland. Uh, both these teams played last night. Both these teams won last night. Um, so 215 over under. Washington's favored. So that makes you think that LeBron with his little scratch corny is a no-go. So if that's the case, I mean, you got this is an early game, so we should get word on this one if you're not playing that early don't, I wouldn't play that Utah game. Um, it's just not a good game to exploit. But you gotta like Kyrie at 91 at least a little. I mean, LeBron has just been taking over. Um, Kevin Love, no more back-to-back restrictions. But when a guy is just coming off a back-to-back restriction, you gotta be a little worried to play him that he gets like a full workload. I mean, we've seen this with Jeremy Lin before. A lot of guys were. Um, and it's not like... He, he played 29 minutes. He played pretty much full minutes to a degree, you know, considering since he's coming off that knee injury. So, I mean, it's going to be tough to see him play 30 again, you know. So, um, can't really attack that. But, yeah, you can definitely go Kyrie looking to spend your money on studs today. So, he makes sense. Um, if they backtrack on love, then, yeah, obviously Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson, viable punts. But not much there. John Wall had the migraines, man. He looked terrible. He had his head down, sunglasses on, walking to the uh, to the court. Um, gallon of water. Uh, it was funny. Uh, shot with a hoodie on. Luckily, they blew the nets out, so they were fine. So we'll see what he can do. Coming on the road. Uh, I can't use him. Bradley Beal is expensive. Um, and then also, if guys are going to shut down, by the way, um, J.R. Smith, who took a hard screen yesterday from Cody Zeller. But he's all right. But yeah, he's 36. He'd be someone to consider. Um, but yeah, not a lot here. Markeith Morris has been really bad this month. Gortat as well. Um, Bohan had a good game against the, uh, the Nets. Auto. I mean, there's not a lot of like to like here. Um, obviously, if something's wrong with Wall, then yeah, sure. Brendan Jennings, eight in garbage time. He would be the play, obviously. Um, not, not a lot of great punts today at point guard. So I'm going to move on. Uh, Toronto at Dallas. Dallas favored by two, 194 over under. Toronto had some interesting stuff happening in the last game. Uh, we saw the Utah boys, the Utes, two Utes, uh, my cousin Vinny may say, with, with DeLon Wright and Jakob Pearl just dominating against the Heat on Thursday. They think uh, they had a plus 30 or something. It was just crazy. That lineup was just smashing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm, we, saw the, we saw this last time. Um, they had a big game. Dewan Wright had like four blocks against Washington earlier this month, and we're like, "Oh, is this going to be it?" So it's kind of the same. It'd be a little bit scary to go with him again. I mean, but you're looking for cheap point guards, and I think he's okay. There's another one I like in the, uh, the Minnesota game, but pretty much what what the takeaway for me is: don't play Corey Joseph. Um, he just needs minutes. This guy, when he doesn't get thirty minutes, he's pretty much not going to hit. So I don't think I don't think he's a lock for thirty minutes. So I'm not going to play him. Um, DeRozan slow pace. Uh, he's going to get contested a ton. He takes so many tough shots. 
I don't like him. There's a lot of decent shooting guards to play. So I'd rather spend my money on someone else. I do think if you are going to spend there, I think he's a better buy than Bradley Beal. Um, it's kind of close. Um, if, again, if it, it yeah, if, it, if you have the money, then sure. But if not, then especially if Wall's fine. So yeah, not a lot to like Toronto. Um, we can't play JV. Can't really play Jakob Pertl, I don't think. Um, and this game should be close. Pertl will probably only play spot minutes in the first half and then most of the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, I cannot believe how much they don't play JV in the fourth. It's like he's allergic to the fourth quarter. <laughs> so yeah, just pretty much, I'm just punting Raptors or avoiding them. Excuse me. Okay, so Mavs, interesting stuff from Carlisle. He said that they are going to take, or quote, need to look at Seth Curry more at the one. This guy's been playing a lot of two, very rarely. He only plays one more out of necessity. So I think they're going to play him big minutes. Uh, And I like his price, a guy that has always been just dependent on scoring, pretty good steals numbers. So I expect him to get, and they're going to probably facilitate a lot of stuff through him. So... Yeah, I like his price a lot. I think he's my favorite shooting guard play. Uh, at a good price. 53 is really good. So, fire him up for sure. Um, Yogi Ferrell, he called him a utility player, Carlisle did. So, when you hear stuff like that from Carlisle, that means he may be out of the rotation. Uh, they want to play Berea. I mean, you hate to hear a player get talked like that. You know, just... A discouraging from his own coach. This is not good for especially guys who are not BSing you. Like Carlisle doesn't do that. Stotts doesn't do that after the game. So he'll give you BS before, but afterwards he's usually pretty clear on guys' roles. So um, Farrell, we had a, we had a good run, buddy, but um, not really feeling him anymore. Um, JJ Perez, okay, and that comment about calling him a utility player is as a is a good sign. Uh, I think that this is kind of the last push for the Mavs. Uh, I think, like I guess I think they may boot Yogi and play Berea, you know, 23, 24 minutes. So a guy that we've seen get hot. We saw him, what he did to the, uh, the Nets last week, I believe. Uh, he could do it. He could do it again. So he's probably the best under 4,000, one of the best under $4,000 guys. Um, again, I do like Curry. I like Noel. Uh, I think he's going to start uh, coming off a pretty solid game. Blocks are going to be there. Steals are going to be there. He is a center, though, so he's 59. So I don't like him as much. I'd much prefer him be a power forward today with power forward kind of a mess. Um, Dirk's okay, 6,000. I mean, home game, like I said, this is kind of their last gasp, but a chance to make the postseason. So uh, I expect them to come out with their best group. They are... Three and a half behind the Nuggets. So they, they really got to make some hay. Denver's uh, got a tough schedule. So um, same with the Blazers we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, the, the, I'm starting to feel like the Pelicans and the Wolves are kind of knowing that they're dead right now. Okay, I think that's good. Oh, Harry B's good. Um, Harry B's defense has kept him on the floor a lot. Um, again, Carlisle is probably going to push it as hard as he can for the next three or four games. Let the chips fall where they may and all that. But Harry B at 56, that's a fantastic price, even though it's not the best matchup. Um, yeah, so he's one of my favorite small forwards today. I am going to move on to good game here. Minnesota and Portland. The 
uh, excuse me, I missed the New New York and San Antonio. Not a good game. Uh, 16, 205 over under. Got a lot of rest, possibly, or injuries, quote-unquote. Derrick Rose with a sore foot. Minor tweak. Walked it off. We know Derrick Rose doesn't play hurt. So, decent chance he said. Talk about that in a sec. Lance Thomas already ruled out. Carmelo Anthony, that sore knee. Uh, the way the beat writers are talking, uh, uh, it doesn't sound like Melo's coming back anytime soon. I saw a lot of columns about uh, KP being the number one option, which was a flop in the first time they did so. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, let's start with the point guards here. Jason Randall's okay. Um, this guy needs to play more. I mean, they need playmaking. Like I said, having Ron Baker out there is just dead minutes. They need to have somebody who can score. Courtney Lee is doing things he's not usually supposed to do. So, I think Jason Randall's in play. I mean, he's going to probably play garbage time. He has a bad matchup, but... I mean, this is pretty much as close to a perfect spot as you can get, right? Um... Yeah, he's 3,500. I mean, come on. It's solid. And this is assuming Ruth is out, of course. But, yeah. Randall's, Randall's one of my favorites. Um, Courtney Lee's another guy. Again, should have pretty high usage. Not the best price. I'd like him to be a little bit lower. But at 45, solid. Uh, definitely one of the best under 5,000 guys. Compared to Curry. I mean, if I had to take one of the two, I'd rather play Curry for like another 1,000 more than he is. Like, Curry is a way better play for me. And what else? Uh, yeah, Chris Stapps. He's, he, you, you gotta like Chris Stapps. Yeah, it's against the Spurs, blah, blah, blah. But the usage is just gonna be so high. 6,700. He's gonna block some good shots. He's gonna play most of the first half. Yeah, blow up. But he's gonna, when he's in a good matchup, he's like an $8,000 guy, I think, with Mellow out. As much as the stats haven't really been there, he has, I think, a five usage rate bump with him him without Rose and Melo, something significant. So, yeah, um, they're going to feed him. They really want to see what he can do as an, an alpha to, to steal Rondo's term. Um, he's the only alpha, uh, the alpha and the omega, like uh, Giannis, Greek term, get it? Anyways, um, Spurs, yeah, Kawhi's cool. Not too high, like compared to Harry B. Harry B is a much better buy, but again, if you if you're not gonna play Kyrie, you're not gonna play LeBron, and you're not gonna play Cat, who you gonna spend your money on, right? Um, you're not gonna play DeRozan. Um, that's really the. It's more of a. I don't like Kawhi today, but I like the slate for him today. So, um, I hate, I, I I hate doing that. I hate when the slate dictates who you play. Um, I should also mention Kuzmenskis also in play at 4,000 assuming these guys are out um, they're going to give him the ball more I'd like to see him rebound better doesn't really hit the glass that hard so yeah oh and then obviously you got like Kyle Quinn Billy Hernan Gomez uh, Hernan Gomez is kind of down he's only 51 so that's a pretty good price for him expect him to play the late minutes um, yeah so moving on to last game good one here Minnesota at Portland Minnesota Played last night. Portland plays tomorrow. Minus six and a half for the Blazers. 214 over under. As I alluded to, interesting stuff from the Wolves last night. Cat got benched late. I was upset. And I'm not sure if they just wanted to go small and they were trailing or whatever happened. But do you ever bench Cat? No, you don't. I mean, bench yourself. (laughs) 
Sit that sis, go to the locker room. Like if that ever, ever crosses your mind, what are you doing? Anyways, uh, so that was interesting. Other big takeaway for me was Chris Dunn played 25 minutes next to Ricky Rubio. That is very, very significant for a couple of the reasons. One, matchup dictated it. They were, they go two-point guard with D'Angelo and Clarkson against them. Hey, guess what? Same thing today. Uh, they go CJ, who's shooting guard, quote-unquote, but he played a lot of point guard coming up. We've always talked about the CJ stagger. So it's basically the same backward rotation, and I'm starting to feel, the Wolves kind of know they're out of it. They want to know what they have in Chris Dunn. So I expect good minutes out of Chris Dunn again. Obviously, he's not a high-usage guy. But you need to find someone to play cheap, I think, today uh, to get some other studs in there. There's not a lot of heavy point guards. But, again, 35 minutes, 7 boards, 2 assists, 2 blocks, 3 steals. Huge game. I, I think he's going to play big minutes again. Um, so, yeah, definitely probably the, the my favorite punt, more so than Randall. More than J.J. Barea, all these guys. Uh, I think Dunn's your guy if you want to punt there. Um, fairly confident in that, but we all know how that goes sometimes when the punts don't go well. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just too good of a spot for him uh, for what they want to do. They probably want to put him on Dame, like the way we've seen uh, Karis LeVert get put on guys, Chris get put on guys, um, just testing out your rookies, feeling where they are. Um, so he's definitely a clear play. Uh, that obviously takes away from Muhammad, who again got late minutes, but just that guy's just dead right now. Um, Tyus Jones, we we saw a Rubio Tyus Jones Dunn trio yesterday. Um, so using Dunn as a shooting guard made Jones more of a backup. Again, they rolled that lineup a lot yesterday, so they're gonna go small. They can get away with it, I think, uh, especially when they go Turner and Crab. So I expect to see a lot of three-guard lineups in this game. Uh, Rubio has been pretty much cash. Good matchup against Dame and the boys. So Rubio is probably one of the best mid-level guys if you want to go there. Um, Cat, I'm not. I, I'm scared of Cat after him getting benched. I'm just kidding, obviously. Cat's uh, a good, like you said. Uh, if you're scared of the Spurs blowout and you want to spend up on someone, Cat's solid. Uh, and then Nurk also. Nurk. Cat and Noel are the three guys that got my eye on for center. Um, and then, uh, man, Noah Vonley. Who, Noah Vonley's been good. Uh, going strong on the glass. Had a match to his career high. 12 boards on Thursday. Good minutes. Night after night. He's in the upper 20s. 32 minutes on Thursday. Again, solid minutes on defense. Defended KP really well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not down. But I'm down everywhere else. I'm not playing Harkless even though his price is cheap. Not playing Turner. Not playing Aminu. Really every other player not named Dame, CJ, and Yosef cannot be played right now. It's just too messy. And I, I like to think I know the stats rotation pretty well. And I still don't even know what they're going to do. Like I think they're going to play Crab a lot. So they may want to go with Aminu more. So if I had to pick one of the bunch... I would probably go with him or Crab as a cheap a shooting guard. Andrew Wiggins pretty much came through, did foul out, 36 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, and 5 threes. So had the jumper working, big minutes, 44 minutes. He owns the Lakers, uh, as we said in the pod the, uh, yesterday, 47 points in the, the previous game back in November. Um, so I feel like he had a good game against Portland as well. Um, no, not really. Twenty, only twenty-four points in the only matchup they faced, and uh, that was on New Year's Day. But I mean, his usage is coming up big time. 
Um, minutes are high. Yeah, I mean, Chris Dunn is not a high use guy. Neither is Brandon Rush, but Shab- Muhammad is. So taking it's it's a net positive with the new lineup that I think they're going to roll with. So Wiggins is go- is cool. This is probably if you're going to stack a game, this is probably the one you want. Uh, I w- actually, it's definitely the one you want. There's a lot of good value all over the place, um, especially with Dunn out there. Okay, so moving into positions, uh, like I said, Dunn's my favorite punt. If you want to go punt point guard. Um, Kyrie, I think Dave's okay. Uh, I'm not too high on him. Uh, I'd rather play Rubio at 7-4. I mean, I think Rubio's pretty straight straight cash, homie. Randy Moss style. Um, other guys, Bray's okay. Um, and then Chasing Randall, if you want to maybe go hardcore Spurs garbage stack. <laughs> maybe play him and Kuzminskis. Uh, shooting guard, I think Seth Curry's my, probably my favorite play today. Uh, so I'm going to have a lot of him. Who else? C, um, CJ is a solid guy. Um, Bradley Beal's all right. Courtney Lee, not a lot to like here. Um, so yeah, pretty much Seth and CJ Beal and any of those guys, so whoever tickles your fancy the most based on who you're Or even Justin Holiday too. Uh, probably play some garbage minutes. So if you want to play stack that garbage Spurs game, you have to fade Kawhi in this instance, or maybe don't fade Kawhi. Maybe they just smash in the first three quarters. Uh, small forward, like I said, not really feeling. It. I think Wiggins is probably the guy. If you're looking to spend in that slot, um, LeBron's tough to play with a cornea, but he's also in a pretty good spot in that, which should be a close game. So I'm down for LeBron. Especially if you're going to go cheap up front and play someone like Chris Dunn. Um, there's just not a lot of guys to, to play. I mean, look at point guards. If you're not going to play Dame and you don't want to play Wall dinged up with the migraine thing, where are you going to go? Uh, I mean, Kyrie as well is risky. So you should probably, I mean, if LeBron's good to go, he's good to go. Um, well, we should know the deal. Although the Cavs have been pretty shady on starting lamps and stuff lately. Uh, I love Harry B. I think Harry B is probably my favorite for this position. And uh, Kuzminskis is um, probably the best punt of this group. 4,000 even for him. And yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention Crab for shooting guards. Power forward. Uh, I like KP a lot. Just really not a lot of guys to, to spend on here. So 67. Yeah, bad matchup. But... Uh, expect him to, to eat. Uh, if you're going to play your Chase Randalls and those guys, I probably would not play him. Just, like I said, stack the garbage. But I think KP and Kawhi is a good stack together. Uh, Aminu, if you want to get crazy, I don't like the price at 45. Uh, I like Vonley a little bit better. Who's going to start? Vonley should be good for 25 minutes, but he's not. I mean, even for 25 minutes, he'll probably only get like seven boards and five points. Uh, so it's not really going to do it for you. Oh, and then Kylo Quinn. He's not chalky, so that's it. Let's see when those guys are out. Center. Let's see here. Yeah, it's pretty much just a three-horse race, whatever you need price-wise. Nurk. Uh, I like Nurk more than Noel, but then I like Kat as well. Okay, so we're out of here on that. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. A lot of day games tomorrow, so you guys enjoy those, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. 
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.